Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. you we've got a few scriptures I'd like you to turn to uh, Psalms 23 verses 1 through 4 Isaiah 41 and 10 and Joshua 1 and 9 in Psalms David is writing here and I believe he's writing from a lot of experience because uh, he was a shepherd so he starts this some by saying the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. In Isaiah 41 and verse number 10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, he says, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Eternal God, we are grateful today for this has been the day that you have made and we will rejoice and we will be so grateful and thankful to be a part of it. Now, Lord, in this day, as we are standing in your presence, we are on holy ground and surely, Lord, you have a word for the people of God. Now let me, your servant, be found decreasing as we watch you increase. Let the word of God, Lord, meet us right where we are in our journey toward heaven. Help us, O oh God, not just to be a hearer, but to be a doer. That the information that we are receiving today will transform us into the people of God you would have us to be. Once again, Lord, please lend me thine anointing. For it's through your anointing that every yoke and fetter is destroyed. And when everything is said and done, lives are put back together. Families, Lord, are just united. And people, Lord, are living holy for you. We'll remember to give you the glory, the honor, and that of the praise. 
Let everyone say in Jesus name. Before you're seated, I just want to lift that one verse out of Psalms 23, and that will be verse number four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I just like to lift up those five words and put it in my own way. The Lord is with me. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but the Lord is with me. God bless you. You may be seated. The Lord is with me. If there has ever been a time in the history of the church where it is needing to hear and embrace these five simple but encouraging words, the Lord is with me. It's right now. Somebody said we need to do it now. I'm saying right now we need to embrace these words, God. Lord, help us today. Because just in case you haven't been paying attention to the culture that we're living in, it's trying its very best to disprove, to dispute, and to deny the very living existence of God. Hence, leaving you and I for those that will follow that erroneous thinking to believe that the Lord is not with us, you're going to be in bad shape. I'm telling you, it's in times of our trials, our tribulations, and our most difficult situations. That's when we hear folks say things like, so where's your God now? Where's your God now? There needs to be a response for every believer that sounds just like this. He's where he's always been right by my side (laughs) see if I was in the right place today I'm telling you the Lord is with you so you should be emphatically able to tell somebody he's right where he's always been he's right by my side did he not say in his word I will never leave thee nor forsake thee and he also said and lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world amen somebody And he also said that he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Oh, I wish I had me at church right here. I'm telling you, we are in a time that is not unfamiliar. Matter of fact, pretty much David finds himself in the same situation where he's needing to remind himself not so much who he is, but whose he is. Oh, I wish somebody would say that right. Whose he is. And as we look back in the 23rd Psalms, David describes a picture of a shepherd and his flock in that day. Don't forget, David was literally a shepherd. Matter of fact, I think God caused him to be a shepherd because he understood that one day he was going to be ruler. He was going to be the king over all Israel. And in order for him to understand people, he said, let me put you out there with the sheep. Let me show you what it's like. Because some sheep are hard-headed. <laughs> they look over there and they see the grass on the other side. And it, to them, it's greener. And they just, bah, bah. They're moving toward it. But as the shepherd, you, you know what, what they're headed for. Sometimes you just got to let sheep do what they're going to do. And they stray. And they get on the other side and start eating that grass. And guess what? It's artificial turf. Don't taste good at all. 
But because the shepherd, he knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly where you're headed. He has the mindset. I'm the shepherd of this flock. And if you allow me, I'll get you to your destination. Those shepherds knew each one of the sheep by name. I tell you something about calling somebody's name. Somebody once said, the sweetest sound to her ear is a name being called. You mean their name. You know how it is. You're in a crowd of people and all of a sudden somebody call you. You start looking around. You start to feel pretty important. (laughs) Probably just like those people yesterday uh, during the royal wedding. I I forget exactly how many invited guests that they had. And then they had a number where they reserved for some people that they didn't know from Adam's house. They just said, hey, you. They had their name tags on. They said, Miss So-and-so. One lady, when she heard her name called, she jumped up. And I mean, she carried on. Matter of fact, Gail said, excuse me, ma'am, have you been drinking? (laughs) The lady was just elated that her name had been called. Every last one of us, he knows our name. You're, You're important to him. You're special to him. And that shepherd back then, he knew each sheep by their name. The shepherd would go before the sheep and make sure that they are not walking into danger. In John 10, 27 and 28, the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and know. See, I I thought about that. He said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. God been talking to anybody lately in here. See, in order for you to know it, you have to know his voice. See, God will always speak to his people in a still, small voice. He'll speak to his people from the word of God. But the question on the floor is, Are you listening? He said, my sheep hear me and I know them and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of the hand, my hand. You see, the sheep never need worry when they follow the shepherd. As long as you're following him, you'll never get lost. I I remember one time. There was a, 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 an account where the city was under siege. There were soldiers all over. And then a little boy, he, he stood there and people were wondering, why are you just standing there? Why don't you seem to be afraid? And he said to them, because the king knows. You see, the king knows the path that you need to take. The king knows what's on the other end of the journey. As long as they Follow the shepherd. They have no need to worry. Why? Because he's going to protect them and he's going to provide for them. Even when they go through a dangerous valley, as David is saying, yea, though I walk through the valley. See, one of the things about the valley is dark and it is usually covered. And there's a lot of animals that's in the valley. There's a lot of unseen dangers in the valley. But he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You see, the shepherd has already made a way that when you go through the valley, I'll be on the other side. Some of y'all, y'all done camped out in the valley. Y'all done made the valley your residence. David said, yea, though I walk through it. See, the shepherd will allow you to walk through it if you follow him. A lot of times sheep get lost. Now, Jesus said this. I will go after the one sheep. 
The 99, they'll be okay. But the one that's lost, he'll go after. But he's not going after somebody that's intentionally going out there. He, you, you out there and you doing you and you being all that you think you can be, he's not going to bother you. Why? Because you are not lost. You have chosen to go that way. But as long as we follow the shepherd, he, he knows the danger seen and unseen. The shepherd is beside the sheep. He's right there. And beyond the valley is the house. And he stands there because he knows beyond the valley is the house is a place of rest. And at the end of the day, the shepherd leads the flock back to the fold. And he stands there by this open gate and he has his rod, his staff, and he's counting the sheep as they go by to make sure everyone is present and accounted for. You hear me say this a lot in ministry, but I do believe one day when we get to glory, God will have me stand before him and every last one of you to say, I'm your pastor. He's going to say, now give an account for them. Now on that day, it's going to be some good. It's going to be some bad. It's going to be some good stuff I could say about some folk. It's going to be some bad stuff I got to say. Why? Because he's holding me accountable. That's why I want to tell you all, listen, I'm not just a pastor in name. If I'm that to you, you need to go somewhere because there are other churches that will let you live however you want to. But that's not here. Not going to happen, Captain. I have to stand before. If I don't do that, I have blood on my hands. I've got to give an account of why I let you go astray. And I'm telling you, I don't want that blood on my hands. So the shepherd, he, he understood that I'm going to give an account as I open this gate. I'm holding my staff, my rod out, and I'm making sure as they walk by, I can count each one of them. More, more so, while that door is open, he's there examining each and every one of them as they're entering in. He's looking and he's detecting which one may be bruised, which one may be weary. And if you're bruised, what he would do, he would take the oil and he anointed them to bring healing. And if, if they were weary and thirsty, he gave them a cool drink. One thing about sheep, sheep are very skittish. Note, notice it says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Sheep won't go to running water. It frightens them. They're scary like that. So what he would do, some of them wouldn't have drunk in days. And he recognized their weariness. And he gave them cool water to drink. Somebody said, that's a shepherd. After he did all of those things, we need to be thinking how great God is to give us shepherds after his own heart. How gracious our shepherd is to care for us. Each one of the Old Testament names in in this particular passage in in Psalms 23, and just, just pay attention, and you'll, you go back over it, you'll see. But in the Old Testament, God has a plethora of names. So in the Old Testament, we can see God's names in the 23rd Psalms. He's Jehovah Jireh. That means the Lord will provide. That's from Genesis 22, 13, and 14. He's Jehovah Raphi. That means the Lord will heal or restore. In Exodus 15 and 26, he's Jehovah Shalom, which means the Lord our peace. In Judges 6 and 24, he's Jehovah Zikanu, the Lord our righteousness. In Jeremiah 23 and 6, he's Jehovah Shammah 
which is the Lord is there. Before you even get there, the Lord is there. Deacon Henderson says something. And y'all need to uh, go visit Deacon Henderson. He's home now. Whatever you do, he, he'll tell you in a minute, don't come around me singing no sad songs because <laughs> I'm going to be all right. And he said this. He said, this is my go through. And you know how he could say that with confidence? Because he knew that the Lord is there. The Lord is right there in all what he's going through. The Lord is right there when he gets through the other side. The Lord is right there. I'm telling somebody the Lord is by my side. He is Jehovah Nisai, the Lord our banner. He is the Lord Raha, the Lord my shepherd, as we already said in Psalms 23. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you, Jesus Christ is to his sheep everything that we'll ever need. Now, let me do this. I'd like to go back to Psalms a minute, 23. And I want you to know that when David wrote this psalm, I told you he was in a, a precarious situation. He needed to, to identify that I'm not going through this by myself. And it's not because of who I am, but it's because of whose I am. That, that's some, some of the times we need to look at. Why am I going through what I'm going through? Well, just think about whose you are. And if he takes you to it, he can take you through it. And I'm saying to you, the greater one lives inside of you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So there's nothing that you cannot go through if you trust in him and lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. Stop trying to figure it out for yourself. Matter of fact, let me ask the question. How's it working out for you? Since you figured it all out, since you know everything, how's it working out? David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Notice the ownership here. He's my shepherd. I, I wish to God that we would personalize our salvation because it's a very personal thing. He is my personal savior. He's my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. See, one thing about sheep, you've got to make them do some stuff. The first time I ever seen this demonstrated, I kind of felt bad. It was my former pastor, Bishop Q. It was a person that had had a, a problem with drugs. And Bishop was trying to make an example of obedience according to the word of God and where the scripture says he's maketh me to lie down in green pastures he said brother I want you to lie down and he just like looked at him bewildered he looked him like who are you telling to lay down he didn't say it but his actions his his resistance to to what he was trying to do he was trying to make this scripture live because he said he maketh me to lie down watch this wait for it in green pastures that means where you can get a full, you can get a plenty, you can gain your strength back. Maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside, again, the still waters. He restoreth my soul. We need some restoring in the house today. Oh, some of us, are, our souls are thirsty. We need to be restored. He restoreth my soul. My soul. Not your soul, but my soul. And then he takes and he leads me in the paths of righteousness. That means right standing. That means living holy. He leads me in that direction. He only knows one way. See, what's 
The problem is that we think we have options. We have the straight gate and we have the wide one or the wide road. The Bible says there there are going to be many on that wide road. Those are the folk that say stuff like, Pastor, listen, you behind times. Every, everybody out there doing this now. I mean, we can come to church and we could do whatever we want. Everybody's doing it. Well, that's the wide road. The Bible says there's going to be many on that road. But guess what? That's the road that leads to destruction. Would you, would you knowingly walk down a road and you knew at the end of that road was your demise? Don't get quiet. It's all the end's participation right here. Well, would you literally go down a road and you knew at the end of the road? That's the last time. You take a walk down there. Well, that's the wide road. And that road leads to destruction. But then he says there's a straight way, the narrow way. You're not going to find that many people on that road. You're going to be in company with people like Noah and his eight family, eight family members that were saved out of a whole world. Don't tell me that God don't work with minorities. (laughs) God don't. God looks at our foolishness, how we say we're going to. Work things out. How we going to figure things out? How we going to do it? And I believe he chuckles. So that's how you going to get out of it? That's how you going to do it? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. David, why won't you fear any evil? For thou art with me. <laughs> he said, because I know who's with me. I know that with Christ, I'm the majority, not the minority. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. You see, shepherds had this rod. Some say that the rod portion was to protect. Don't forget when they were walking in that valley, there were animals there. There were animals that would devour the sheep. So he would take the rod and he would smite them. Pretty much like David. The Bible said that David went in with his rod or his staff to come up against a giant or come up, should I say, against his foes, the lion and the bear. So he was well acquainted with the rod and the staff to pull them out of harm's way. Because, again, sometimes sheep, (laughs) the Lord really equates us to sheep. Now, if you know anything about sheep, they're not the smartest animal. They're not the sharpest pencil in the bunch. And guess what? We have a propensity as sheep to go wandering in places we ought not and get caught up in stuff that we wonder how in the world did I happen to get here because you didn't follow the shepherd. You see, when you follow the shepherd, there's no danger. When you follow the shepherd, there is no danger that he cannot bring you out of. But when you stray from him, when you don't follow him, then you find yourself in some of life's predicaments. Wondering how did I get there? He went on to say, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. How many of y'all believe this saying, what God has for me, it is for me. So when he prepares a table, he's doing it for you. Somebody say, it's just for me. He's going to prepare a table for you. Watch this. In the presence of the naysayers. In the presence of of the haters, in the presence of those that don't mean you any good. I'm going to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to anoint your head with oil. 
And I'm going to anoint you so that your cup is going to run over. My wife was talking in her teaching, and, and y'all did kind of look like what she talking about. I would love for my blessings to chase me down. Matter of fact, if my blessings look like they was going to chase me, I'm going to stop right there. Come on, catch up with me. Overtake me. But some of us, we don't realize he said he will anoint your head. He's going to anoint you with oil, but then your cup is going to run over. I'm I'm anointed not because of Gerald, but I'm anointed because the one that's pouring, he hasn't stopped pouring yet. When my cup runneth over. And then he says this in my closing. Surely, surely I love that word right there because there's no doubt in it. Surely. Watch this. Some of y'all feeling lonely at times. But if you just stop and think, goodness is there. Who else is there? You mean to tell me you got some running partners called goodness and mercy. And look at this. Wherever you go, they go. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. I mean follow you. It's like having a shadow. If you Dogs, they amaze me. If you ever see a dog get caught up in playing sometimes, then all of a sudden, some way, some shape, somehow, some form, he sees his tail. You ever see a dog see his tail and then start chasing it? I mean, literally, he's going around in a circle chasing his tail. He finally gets it. Ooh, I see that. Well, that's like goodness and mercy. They're going to follow you wherever you go. Trust me, they're not going to leave your side. Because they have been dispatched and assigned to you. So surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all of the days of your life. Not some of the days. The days you feel lonely. Goodness, mercy. All of the days. The days you don't feel so why? So, you know, in your body is ailing. Goodness and mercy. All of the days of your life. And then he says, I, you, me, will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Listen. The Lord is with you, my brother, my sisters. The Lord is with you, seniors. The Lord is with you, youth. The Lord is with us as a ministry. The Lord is with you. And you can't allow the devil to tell you anything different. I know every last one of us, if I just gave you a a minute, you could tell a personal testimony how the Lord has been with you down through the years. The Lord's been good to me. Currently, today, he's been good. He's been there. He'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Can I get you to stand? Thank you, Father. I got to give you thanks. Because, Lord, everything that you have done, I didn't look at it now. I thank you, Lord, for the release of every chain. Everywhere I go, God, I got to give you praise. Because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God, and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive. And with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen.